0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the belly Dance Live podcast. I'm your host Jana Komernitska and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of Dance Inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Baladance art form. Plus, I really like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast sharing how much their experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Join one of the BDE experience intensives and get the training and experience of performing in lead and ensemble roles open for raksharki and fusion styles. Details and training materials for the casting are available at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes, joinbde.com. A year ago, in the beginning of 2022, I started a very special initiative at the Yana Dance Club, featuring members of our uh, online dance community. And it was such a fascinating experience of connecting with uh, different dancers of different backgrounds, different levels, everyone who was joining Yana Dance Club and listening and hearing about their story that I actually decided back then to feature those interviews not only on the website, but also here at the Ballet Dance Live podcast. And if you remember, if you were listening back then, we had a special series of second episode per week called Student Voices. And it was about 10-12 episodes, interviews in total. And I remember having a very nice feedback from all of you listening to the episodes and reflecting back how interesting it is to connect and listen to someone else's story, not necessarily mega internationally known professional or anything like that, but just someone who is also going through the same struggles and the same process, as well as the same successes as all of us and the series back then what i called it student voices it was not about uh, putting someone in the position of a teacher and someone else's student It just was a reminder that all of us we are all always remain being students because all of us regardless of our level we all keep learning we all keep trying to evolve and grow our dance skills in back in that series if you have listened to it you notice that uh, members who i was featuring they were very different in terms of their dance journey somewhere Uh, just beginning in the beginning one two years exploring ballet dance uh, as a hobby and some of them were professional dancers uh, full-time performers or teachers with their own students so again it was not about necessarily like the title of student but it was a reminder that we are all learning and we all share the same struggles very often and the same experience although very often All of us have some unique nuances of experience. So, listening to the stories is a great reminder also that there is no way to repeat someone else's path. It's only the way to find your own unique path and your own unique dance journey. So, in the beginning of this year, 2023, I decided to continue this initiative and add a couple more featured interviews to the Yana Dance Club community page uh, but i also decided to feature it here at the belladins live podcast this time it's not going to be an, uh, a special series or anything like that i'm not going to release them as a second episode per week but i did decided to combine just a couple of these new interviews in one uh, episode which i typically call best of a compilation of episodes but this time it's going to be completely fresh uh, conversations completely fresh interviews that you haven't heard yet here on the podcast and i decided to combine a couple of um, interviews that i had with our members of the club so today you will hear from fiona sukaina and emily and all of them have different dance experience very different dance experience very different background different dance level different goals for dancing and reasons why they start dancing so I hope you will uh, enjoy this really varied and rich uh, episode today covering so many different topics and um, different perspectives on belly dance from both learning perspective from professional perspective and just uh, um, perspective of what place, what role ballet dance has in day-to-day life of uh, different people. Uh, I am very grateful for members of the club to participate in the initiative and I was very happy to connect with them and it's always a joy to know more about each story, about each dance experience and to see how varied and how rich is our and how awesome is our dance community all around the world and this is really fascinating that ballet dance uh, with all our differences with all our geographical locations goals in life uh, purposes uh, focuses etc but ballet dance is something that connects all of us and i suggest today to celebrate it by listening to this interesting new episode Have you ever considered adding a fitness element to your ballet dance classes? That's one of the typical reasons why students come to a dance class at first place, to improve their physicality. Imagine how much your teaching business can benefit if you know how to combine these two elements together, dance and fitness, and how to emphasize it in your marketing strategy. And that's exactly what Orid teaches at her Sharky the Baladance Workout Instructors Academy. You live with razor-sharp teaching skills and best practices for your teaching business project. The next Sharky Instructor Academy starts on April 3rd, so apply ASAP to secure your spot. More info at sharky.com teach. S-H-A-R-Q-U-I dot teach. Sharkey.com/teach direct link in the show notes. Hello, Fiona. I am so glad to talk to you today and to connect with you. So thank you for joining me today and thank you for agreeing to share about your dance journey, your dance exploration, and dance experience so far.
1: <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah, it's my pleasure.
0: So before we start talking actually about dance, I'm curious to ask, can you share a little bit about yourself in general? Like what's your main activity, um, day-to-day like thing that you're doing? Is your job somehow related to dance or is it somehow completely different? So in general we have like, you know, the picture and the idea of where you are
1: and how your life is. Okay. Uh I'm Fiona. I'm from Hong Kong and my hobbies are dancing and different kinds of sports like uh playing badminton, uh, hiking, uh even doing kung fu and yoga. Yeah, so I like doing different kinds of sports. I'm like uh, quite a sporty person and My job is a self-employed English tutor and teaching students from Hong Kong mainly. And I usually teach them English writing and assist them with uh, writing skills. Yeah, and apart from this, I love traveling a lot.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: wow, right. We were just talking about your travels uh, just before starting recording uh, the session. So that's exciting. And Iman, all your hobbies,
1: um, how did you start doing ballet dance? Uh, it, it actually started by accident. Um, I started to learn ballet dancing uh, when I was 28, uh, 28 or 29 years old. I can't remember clearly. <laughs> yeah. At that time, I joined uh, a dancing center near my home and there were different kinds of dancing courses. And I was really new to ballet dancing, and it it looks interesting for me. Uh, so I chose it and attended on my own. Um, after that, I found my teacher, um, she's quite feminine. And uh, she taught us a lot of um, very feminine movements, which were very interesting for me at that time. And that's why I've developed interest since then. Yeah. So uh,
0: since then, you kept Mm -hmm. your uh, ballet dance journey
1: and ballet dance exploration going on until now. Uh, I've learned ballet dancing for two years at that time, and I've stopped uh, for a few years because of busy work. Um, The reason why I stopped at that time because um, I learned ballet dancing from two different teachers at that time. But after a certain period of time I found that um, I had already learned all the things that he uh she taught us. And I couldn't find any progress, so I stopped learning. And then uh, due to busy work because of that, uh I stopped learning ballet dancing for a few years. And after a few years, why I suddenly picked it up again? Uh, because I want to, I wanted to develop some hobbies again, mm-hmm. and I wanted to try to uh, release pressure through doing sports. That's why I picked it up again, and also my husband encouraged me to, uh, start dancing again and try to attend some dancing courses. Yeah. <laughs> What did you
0: mean by releasing tension of the sports, Uh, meaning uh, to have uh, because of busy uh, work to release like tension through activity or because your other hobbies are more engaging and you were trying to find less
1: active hobby, but still um, this physical activity? Uh, I found that uh, different kinds of sports can help me release uh, stress at work. And particularly dancing, because I love uh, listening to music while dancing at the same time. And I found that um, belly dancing is a kind of uh, enjoyment for me, aside from work. Yeah, that's why uh, I really enjoy belly dancing. Mm
0: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when you decided to come back... and start mm-hmm. learning belly dance again. How did you approach the question of searching classes, especially with your previous
1: experience, uh, how you felt in previous classes? Mm, I just found it online on social media um, because that uh, belly dancing teacher is very famous in Hong Kong. and I found that she is really experienced in belly dancing because she has opened her sen- dancing dance center for uh, for quite a few years, more than five years, I think. Uh, so that's why I chose to attend her course. And then for online courses, um, I just scroll on uh, Instagram. Uh, that's how uh, I found you and followed you. Oh, <laughs> yeah
0: but the teacher in hong kong you took uh, uh, in person classes or it was also yeah, online yeah. classes in person in person yes how was your experience of uh, coming back to balladins class after a few years
1: of uh, having a break uh did you mean that how did i come back to belly dancing after a few years no i mean
0: how did you feel coming back like Uh in the first few classes how did you feel like was it easy to pick up and uh, continue or was it like or did it feel like almost like learning from beginning from zero especially it was a different teacher and probably different approach so I am curious to know how was that experience after a break and also switching a school, switching a teacher where you learned.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, after a few years, uh, it was a bit difficult for me to pick it up again. Although I had some, uh, two years of experience before that, uh, but at the same time, it was, uh, quite challenging because. Uh, this uh this teacher is a bit more experienced than the previous two when I learned as a beginner, and that teacher um, she has di- totally different styles because when I was a uh, beginner, total beginner, I learned the Egyptian style, and after a few years of break, uh, I learned uh, the Turkish style, mm. and. Um, the third teacher after uh, after that break um she was a very passionate and very energetic teacher yeah that's why i really loved her approach and she was really talkative when she taught us and mm-hmm. she taught us uh, she even shared a lot of things about her life
0: yeah. mm you have experience in uh, different activities different physical activities and different mm-hmm. sports and sports and physical activity in general it is known to help releasing like tension and uh, releasing emotions like stress uh, from like day-to-day life or from work like many people go to sports and you have experience of doing different sports and doing mm-hmm. dancing why did you feel that you need to come back to belly dance and compared to other sports that mm-hmm. you were doing, why did you feel that belly dance was a better fit to help you release that stress
1: that you had back then? Um I think belly dancing is a bit different from other sports uh, because uh, we try to appreciate our feminine side through ballet dancing, but I can't. Uh, I can't do that. Um, for example, playing badminton, I I can't appreciate myself in the feminine side. And also, I think ballet dancing can build up our self confidence. Uh, for example, you have to look at the mirror. You have to look at yourself and your movements in front of your of the mirror but you don't do that uh, doing other kinds of sports that's how you try to uh, appreciate yourself your image in front of the mirror and you try to um um for example when you dance with other friends or your other dancing classmates you try to appreciate each other uh, for example, you can see different styles. Um, some people, when they dance, they show a uh, totally different face, facial expression, or different image. Yeah. So that's um, how ballet dancing is different from other sports. Mm, I
0: mm-hmm. see. Um, and For you, uh, at some point, you, or actually before I ask that, uh, you, I'm curious right now, because it was, it has been quite a few years that you have been doing belly dance nonstop, and one of the Mm -hmm. reasons for you was to release stress from your work Mm -hmm. and to connect more with your feminine side, build confidence, so how do you feel now? After having validance in your in your life on a regular basis for quite a few years already,
1: um uh at first, um I did did not uh, look at the mirror often when I was a beginner uh, uh and i re- I still remember at that time I always um, tried to avoid looking at the mirror when I was a beginner, uh, but now because. Um, I'm used to, to uploading videos and submit the dancing homework on the <laughs> Yana dance Club. So um, I try to look better and in front of the
3: mirror and
1: the videos. And uh, now I'm I'm not as shy as before when I was a be- beginner. Oh I'm and, happy to hear yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I found that it's um it's more natural to me now. I mean uh taking videos. Uh but when I was a beginner I I didn't really want to take videos at that time. Um yeah, when I was 29 years old, yeah.
0: That's uh uh such an important topic because it can be very intimate intimidating for people to put themselves out there and um, i know like for specifically for the young Animals club like we already start touching this topic i always keep an option of like you know okay we share videos but we share only within our small group like you don't have to put on social media or on youtube or make it public for everyone but it's just like um, the same experience as if you're coming to a live class live dance school so you mm-hmm. dance and you will have some other students in the room with you and uh usually everyone is busy with themselves and uh, mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's still this uh, connection and this energy that we are dancing together. And for me, I remember it was very important to bring it somehow into the online space Uh, but it's like okay we're sharing videos for feedback to see like each other support each other to feel like like we are working on the same like goal together but at the same time it feels like oh but it's just this little community this small community and it's among only one students who also work through the same material and we are kind of on the same page but i'm very happy that this first step of you know like sharing videos on uh, just inside the small community of students build uh, at the end build the confidence for you and because now i see on your instagram page you also share quite frequently videos even publicly and that's a great uh, um great result of building confidence because i bet you didn't plan it at the first it just happened natural yes that you
1: feel did. more comfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was quite scared <laughs> to put it uh, public, to make it public.
2: Yeah. Was it at the end as
1: scary as you imagined?
0: S- sorry, pardon? Was it at the end, uh, in the reality, was it as scary as you imagined it would be Then you were about to post your video?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it's not scary. Yeah, it's just a kind of uh, natural practice, just like I'm presenting in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. yeah just like doing presentation
0: yeah. mm. uh, so coming back uh or oh, shifting a little bit to online training so you joined yana Dance club and it's online platform and you already mentioned but i'm curious first of all why did you had a teacher you were taking in-person classes the teacher seemed like to be more experienced it was uh, Given you more information on different styles, why suddenly would you decide that you also need
1: online training in general? Like why? Um, in general, um, at that time, because of the pandemic, uh, the in-person classes stopped and our teacher, um, didn't give, uh, didn't give us online classes and her, cl- her classes also stopped for, for quite a long time long period of time and and but but i really wanted uh to learn something during the pandemic because i was quite bored and so i stumbled upon your online classes and i joined Yana dance club and i found that uh it's there are quite a lot of uh courses technique drills a lot of Um, a lot of things to learn. I was really excited when I first joined uh, joined Yana Dance Club because there were lots of courses inside and lots of um, choreographies. So um, that's how I found, uh, that's why I also joined um, Yana Dance Club, um, even though I had uh, an in-person teacher. Mm-hmm. And how did you find uh, specifically my platform? <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> um, I I remembered that uh, there were lots of resources and to help me improve my te- technique and to help me learn different kinds of choreographies, different style in different styles and and I found that there were guest teachers as well. Uh, so, I can, apart from your style, I can even learn from the guest teachers. And I also found the community is really supportive because we can comment on each other's videos and I've learned. I've learned a lot from the other classmates' videos.
0: Mm. I actually meant in general, in general, how did you discover about uh, the Yana Dance Club? Because back then, during pandemic, there were so many online classes, so many different courses, like everyone basically, almost everyone went online. So there was a lot, uh, uh, many different offers for online training. Do you remember, maybe you don't remember already um, by this point, but maybe you remember how did you actually Actually, find uh, found uh,
1: the Yana Dance Club. Oh, yeah. I joined, um, I found your course, business course on Udemy. Ah. That's how I found you online as well. And then uh, I found your business course very useful, very uh, informative. That's why I also joined Yana Dance Club.
0: Hmm, I yeah. see. Oh, that's an expected path because many people say, oh, through social media, through Instagram, it's like, oh, through actual the course. That's interesting. How was your experience switching to online training? Did you have online training, online classes before, prior to that, or was it your first experience? My first.
1: This and is how, my first experience.
0: And yeah. how was it? Um what did you find different? Maybe you found something difficult or maybe you found something even easier in terms of like just the process of learning, especially because at the end of this class, it's all pre-recorded. It's not like you go live via computer screen, via Zoom or Skype. It's all like videos that are available on the website. So um, what was the transition for you from in-person classes to mm-hmm. online training now?
1: um mm, I found that um when I learned online um I faced some difficulties because um sometimes I don't understand some parts of choreographies but I didn't know how to um how to solve that part of difficulty difficult parts um but on the other hand, uh, online classes are good because, um, it encourages us it encourages us to practice from day to day, from day to day basis daily. Uh, but in person classes, uh, we just attend once a week. But after the class, I don't have any materials to support our progress or support our learning. Uh, that's that's the difference between these two.
2: Mm,
0: that's so true and even with recording classes so like at the young club we have a lot of resources so you can always choose something new but even with limited resources one of the benefits of uh, uh, video courses or online courses that are recorded is that you can replay this video as many times yes, as you yes. need to, to practice so i'm yeah. really curious to ask you uh, what's your favorite aspect or maybe your favorite class or element of whatever, what's your favorite part or experience so far with the Yana Dance Club?
1: Um, you mean the, my favorite part? Yes. Of Younger Dance Club? Yes. Uh, the community, we can comment on each other and can, we can see each other's videos and also uh different kinds of um videos i mean uh the platform is full of uh resources yeah these two aspects it's so cool to
0: hear that your first thing was like oh sharing videos and seeing videos of each other and it comes back to this uh, question of confidence that we just discussed uh, a few minutes ago that in the beginning you would not even think about in the beginning of your balance journey you would, even avoid trying to look in the mirror, and then suddenly now you are comfortable recording and posting, and you're actually even excited to share because it's like sharing with other dancers, with other students, and also seeing their videos and exchanging. It's such a cool, you know, emotional and psychological curve in terms of confidence. Did you notice this confidence that was built in dance? Did it somehow spread in other parts of your life? Did you feel a little bit confident in other questions, maybe not related
1: to dance? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a difficult question. Uh, I think... um, mm, I try to appreciate more about my own image. And I try to accept more about myself. And... I'm not sure <laughs> about yeah, how okay. to express my feelings yeah and I think I'm braver in front of mirrors and in front of uh, cameras yeah. well obviously you agreed to do mm-hmm.
0: this interview <laughs> So that's great i'm very happy for you what are your current uh dance uh, goals or dance focus in your uh, training and in your uh, dance journey at this point
1: um of your life uh, i want to improve uh, arm movements and shimmy techniques shimmy mm-hmm. Yeah, because I find it hard to coordinate my different parts of my body and muscles. Yeah, when I do shimmy and I want to improve, uh, try to expand my vocabulary in terms of choreographies. Yeah, these three, three goals.
0: Mm. Well, I wish you Mm -hmm. good luck with that. And uh, since we are recording this uh, in In the very beginning of 2023, I wish you a very Mm -hmm. nice year full of dancing, full of training, full of uh, progress and Mm -hmm. uh, um, accomplishing all of these dance goals and dance training goals. I never feel like saying fully accomplishing and reaching because it's a never ending journey. But I wish you to find joy and happiness in the process. And every time, with every training, and with every year, getting closer to your desired uh, goals and um, desired image of dance. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) And to uh, summarize and finish our today's conversation, which I'm very grateful (laughs) to have, and it was such a great uh, way for me even like to, in the beginning of 2023, to connect and to talk about dance, about different dance experience, and about also, thanks for sharing about your experience of the Yana Dance Club. But to summarize, I would love to ask, which we talked a little bit, but uh, maybe we can kind of repeat this topic and it would be nice summary. And I would to, want to ask what do you feel today not in the beginning of your belly dance journey but today what does belly dance bring into your life today because before you were sharing you wanted to release you wanted to release stress you want to f- connect with femininity but now is it the same or did it change like what does belly dance
1: bring into your life specifically today <laughs> Uh, today, Danny belly dancing has become part of my life, uh, part of my, how to say, uh, self-expression. Uh, I try to express my emotions through belly dancing. And it has become uh, part of my image because my, my friends, now my friends always send me belly dance videos when they when they have watched some ballet dance videos, they often send me and share with me. And sometimes they told me, "Oh, uh, this ballet dancer reminds me of you. Yeah, they have this kind of image like that. Oh Fiona, it likes ballet dancing. And they always think of me when they see some ballet dance performance. Oh, that's so cool. And it's
0: It's so cool to have, like, yeah, Yeah. friends that, uh, uh, and it's cool, it's, Just what today, uh, from our conversation, there's two aspects. It's one thing to be cool to be a part of community, which you found among other dancers and the other students, but it's also cool, on another hand, to kind of stand out of the crowd sometimes, and with your (laughs) day-to-day friends, not online friends, it's kind of you became a ballet dancer, and it's something very special about you, so... Well, congratulations on both, uh, uh, both aspects, and I'm very happy for your dance journey so far and wish you good luck and even more development and exploration.
1: <laughs> okay, thank you.
0: Hello dear Sukaina, I am so happy to chat with you today. Thank you for joining and agreeing to participate.
3: <laughs> Hi, Iana. Well, um, it's my pleasure, and thank you for uh, like suggesting that we do this. Thank you.
0: Before we start talking about uh, dance itself and about your dance journey, can you share a little bit about you, like in general, like uh, where are you from, what's your main like uh, occupation or main activity? Is it related to dance? Is it something completely different?
3: <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, well, my name is Sukaina, just so people can pronounce it right. And I'm from Morocco. I was born in Morocco and raised there. And then I moved to France. And then I traveled a bit around. Now I'm living in Paris. And I work as an engineer. So I studied engineering in France. And now I work at a company that develops software for data quality, data compliance. So I work a little bit, I do a little bit more of management than technical part. So it's not related to dance at all, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my story.
0: <laughs> mm. And how and when did you discover dance and specifically ballet dance? Because it's very interesting, like was it back in Morocco that you got interested or was it already yeah, in France? No,
3: actually uh, I already knew about ballet dance, of course, because like everyone loves ballet dance in Morocco and Arab world. But so I used to watch, I don't know if, you know, programs about competition uh, like stuff like that in Lebanon. And uh, we used to start with my mother and I used to dance like just at home, uh, just like for fun. We used to dance with the family. And like my parents never were like to study dance. It was not something that made sense for them. It's just for them. Dance is just like a hobby. It cannot be something serious. And I always like to dance. So um, sometimes I take like some classes, but not belly dance like other classes because I never thought that belly dance is something like serious. And once I was in France, I wanted to take contemporary class and uh, I went to register and I heard the Arab music and I was like, oh, do you do belly dance? And he said, yeah, we have two classes and it's actually like uh, very. Very famous, you know, belly dance, more than contemporary. So I was like, oh, really? So I went to try and mm-hmm. I really liked it. So I just signed also for belly dance and contemporary. And yeah, and now I do only belly dance. <laughs> but I wish I can take more dance like later because I didn't have time this year. But I will try like to take more classes, but not regularly, but just like a few workshops now and then. Mm-hmm. But belly dance is more regular for me right now.
0: May I ask, uh, what was your parents' reaction, if you don't mind sharing, when you said you are taking ballet dance classes? Because you mentioned for them, dance is something like just for fun, and it's part of your culture to dance since childhood, and suddenly you're saying, oh, I'm taking ballet dance classes.
3: (laughs) Yeah, um, well, um, my mom, my dad, basically, he's not gonna care, like, he doesn't ask me about me, (laughs) but my mom is not really happy about it, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, she knows that like it's my it's my decision, you know. She she in Morocco it's like more of the costume that bothers some people, but not the dance itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always share with her my dance videos, and she's happy about it. But she's not happy about dancing in front of others. You see what I mean? Mm. But other than that, she likes it. You know? She she likes belly dance, but she's just more um, conservative in the dance it for
0: others you know but but you accept it, so. I see so it's not even about classes themselves it's more about like the performance element. Yeah right. I see I see and uh, so how long uh, is it since you are taking officially taking belly dance classes?
3: Yeah it's my second year so not very long unfortunately.
0: Well why unfortunately just the beginning? <laughs> yeah it's hard. <laughs> We we all go through the first second or third year. <laughs> you can't skip that part. Um, how different do you find um, belly dancing itself when you're taking belly dance classes, or what you were doing because you were doing like belly dancing before at home at parties. So how do you find different, or did your approach to dance? Uh, changed or what was the main striking difference between doing ballet dance at the classes in the school or at home, at like a home party?
3: Well, uh, for me, it's completely different, so to be honest, like, uh, but I like it. I really like it. I think it's more sophisticated, more, more performance worthy, you know, like you can pay for it. Like I'm not going to pay to go to the home parties. Um, And that's what made me like stick with the classes is that it's really different. I feel like in home parties, it's like three or four moves and just you repeat them. And it's more about having fun. But in the dance we do at class, I think it's more creative. It's more elegant, more graceful. And yeah, it's like just more, there's more variety, more complexity. And you can try a lot of different things and you're not limited to anything like I it's more creative, I feel. So.
0: Mm. so this is already second year. Like you are taking uh, ballet dance classes. Uh, did you have during these two years? Did you have opportunity to try performances, or you just stick into like taking
3: classes? Yeah, we. I did uh, like group performance for my class last first year, and also I did I did a duet like with the girl for side performance. And yeah, in also this like in October, I don't know if there is a. I took a trip with dancers, and it was the Jazeera in it, and I did the solo, but it went really bad, and it was one of your choreographies. Oh, <laughs> so that was like my first solo ever, and just the one I remember it. <laughs> well, no, no, no.
0: Let Let's talk about it. Why do you think it was bad? Did someone tell you it was bad? Um, did you, didn't, no, like, no, did you fell classic. on stage or completely frozen? Like,
3: what happened? No, no. It just, like, um, music didn't start in the the right moment. Mm-hmm. It, it, start, it didn't start in the beginning. So, I don't know, like, it was in Tunisia. So, it didn't start in the beginning, and that got me so much stress. So, mm-hmm. the kind of 31st second, I just did whatever. Like, I improvised. Um, but then, I kinda remembered like where I am in the music and the whole time I was like, should I stop or should I keep going or should I stop, you know? So that was traumatizing a little bit. But then I just when I watched the video, it was not what I expected. It was like worse than rehearsal than what I was doing like alone. But I guess that's normal. Uh but anyway, like it's okay. But I'm just gonna not gonna share this performance with others. But um I think I'm happy I did it. Like I would do it again, you know, because it was like, and people were really happy about it and people were nice to me. So so I don't regret it, but I can do better. You
0: know. Well, I would say this thing after many years of uh, dancing, belly dancing and doing it as a profession, there is always performance feels worse than practice. It's just by definition. It's because of adrenaline stress, Most likely, 99%, it feels like, ah, but I was doing in rehearsal so much better. So, it's just a matter of like, you know, practicing and really pushing hard on rehearsal, understanding that probably performance itself will be worse. It's just, it's just how it is. It's not anything about you or you performing something. It is very common not to be happy with your videos. It doesn't matter how many years you practice, that happens. And how many videos you just decide, I'm not going to share it and it's not just from my perspective it's from every professional dancer who you admire they tell you oh i have the whole folder of videos that i don't want to share regardless of how many years yes but at the same time i actually from hearing from what you said i think it actually went really cool for you because first of all you had additional stress of technical difficulties that were not depending on you it was not in your control it's someone else like Somehow they screw up your music and for you it's one of the first performances. It is especially uh, Stressful when you are very new to the performance field to deal with these things and you mentioned you start improvising So that's great. That's something to congratulate yourself. You didn't freeze you didn't I don't know start crying You didn't run out of stage. (laughs) You just improvised you caught situation you got it under control then you catch up back on the performance and it's really cool to hear that even despite of all this and even despite you don't want to share your video which is totally normal you feel like you want to go back on stage you didn't let it you know traumatize you completely it's like no it's not for me so i actually think despite are you happy with your performance or not? Do you want to share video or not? It actually went really nice (laughs) considering all the difficulties and what you went through. Uh, How for you, did you feel any difference? Because I bet at your home parties, uh, you were also like dancing and performing. It was a little like moments of showing off in front of other people. Like, uh, you know, then one, one person takes a spotlight. It's not always jamming together. I'm pretty sure that happens at home parties. Um, Did it feel any different performing like those moments uh, at parties and now going on stage, especially when you performed solo alone in front of other people? Did you feel different? Did you feel more nervous or did you feel like your previous experience of having those parties actually helped you to decide like, okay, I'll
3: go and do it? Uh, No, it's much more stressful, like, um, on stage and alone than parties. But what helps parties helps you, like, improvise, that's cool. Like, you can listen to the music and and also, you know, I know a lot of music. Like, I basically know all the famous music now because I've listened to that my whole childhood. So that's really helpful, but the stress is not comparable. (laughs) I think it's so stressful on stage, like, compared to home parties. Mm. On parties, like when you're stuck, you can come up with someone like come dance with me, you know, so and then, okay when they focus on him, you know, on her on him, you know, but when you're on stage You're like alone and sometimes I feel like I, I felt like it was not me, you know Like it's like a you blackout out, you don't really remember and especially in belly dance It's just three minutes or four minutes and you've been practicing like for three months and it goes really fast so Uh, No, it's not comparable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I totally remember my first uh,
0: experience of having paid performance. And it was a total blackout. It was a group choreography. I remember this frozen smile on my face. And I was like, wait, it's already the final like tunes of the song. When did the performance happen? (laughs) Yeah, that's also something that um, it just may happen in the beginning and uh, it gets better definitely this time uh and we start using like you know saying oh it's stressful stressful like the technical difficulties they're stressful but performance itself i would rather say it's nervous that's definitely stressful maybe it's like it's more like to channel it into this nervousness and super excitement which makes you feel a little like uh, out of control sometimes but um I wonder, like we are talking now a little bit about more difficult aspects of performance and nervous and the ones that makes us like kind of not feeling comfortable, but what makes you come, wants to come back? Because you mentioned that you
3: feel like you want to do it again. Because it's, I think it's part of sharing, you know, because, um, when you kind of rehearse by yourself, you want to kind of share it because it's something you worked on, and you want kind of some kind of uh, to celebrate that effort. And also, it's part of getting better. You know, like it's it's important because uh, we we don't do belly dance to it's like to dance on studio. Like it's for performance. So and and like many teachers says that you really learn a lot in these performances, even though you screw up or whatever. And so, yeah, I just, I want to learn and probably not going to share the videos, never, but like, it's okay. <laughs> well, we'll see, never
0: say never. <laughs> um, so speaking about rehearsing, can you share a little bit more about your uh, training right now? Like how does your and practice look like Like in the regular week, like I know there may be different periods in life, but if it's a regular typical week, how, how does
3: it look like? Uh, yeah, it depends. Like, um, if I'm learning a choreography, usually I'll be more motivated because can I have an end goal and that motivates me? But if I'm not, then I'm less motivated. Uh, usually, uh, I try to do, um, like with the Iana the, yeah, the dance club, I try to do drills, like every day, I try. Sometimes I don't, I try to follow the intensive, intensive. And yeah, and sometimes when, I just kind of repeat the choreography just really quickly, like every day, so I can remember it. And I have dance class in Paris uh, every Saturday, so I have also to repeat for my choreographies for, for my class. So yeah, usually, Every day when I can, especially when I'm working from home, because I have three days I work from home, I try for lunchtime, the lunch break, to do a drill before eating. So I just move a little bit. When I'm working in the office, like um, usually I don't get that much time. I try to do some stretching instead, not not related to belly dance, but it also helps. Uh, so yeah, I just try to do a bit of belly dance every day. I do also a lot of like dancing, like no particular reason just i sometimes when i hear music i like it just dance to it and that's it how often do you dance in
0: the kitchen while cooking or doing dishes <laughs> yeah
3: all the time all the time like really it saved my life dancing i guess <laughs> like coming to uh to like a different country like when i've been here alone and uh just living alone not in the beginning it was hard to fit in. And just having the music in your headphones and dancing, would like it was really helpful for me. Mm.
0: Uh, you mentioned already uh, about uh, the Yana dance club. So now you're combining in-person classes and some online training. Why did you decide to dig into and add the online element to your ballet dance training?
3: Well, first it was just for summer because summer we don't have uh, classes. Uh, then i really liked it like um there's some choreographies that i really liked and i was like maybe someday i can do them so um yeah and i stick with it because i really liked it like first i was paying by month and now i paid the year because um it just fits in my schedule i don't know how but just the only thing that i can do online is dancing i guess because all the other i bought a lot of courses i've never finished them but uh, for belly dance it's just sick. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and was it your first uh, um experience having online classes or you did some online belly dance online classes before the Yana Dance club?
3: No, it's the first time. Um uh, actually I met uh, Sandra, you know Sandra, she's from France. Uh on the belly dance travel like vacation. And she did the uh, she performed the uh, the song Safir uh, Wahdak and yeah and I asked her like, where did you learn this song and I love this song and she said oh I'm taking online classes and uh, so she recommended it and I tried it and that's it
0: oh wow I didn't know that story that's cool like members of the Young Dance Club uh, spread the word thank you <laughs> thank you to Sandra yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah I follow her now and she, she really motivates me because she always publishes her videos and She's, she's really so inspiring.
0: So when you joined the Dance Club, from what I hear, it feels like your favorite uh, aspect of the platform is choreographies. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's uh, You know, I like the end goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do this choreography that I really love. Like I, I started learning it, but then it was too difficult. And I stopped and maybe I'll come back to it. It's um, Leilith Hump. Mm -hmm. And I think this is, like, one of the best choreographies I've ever, like, seen. It's, like, a goal for me, you know.
0: Yeah, I always try to put different, like, levels for each choreographies, and it's totally normal. You are, like... For Official classes, I know Validance is since your childhood, but for official classes, let's say you're part of your training, you're very young, let's say, like second year, it's just the beginning, it's just so many, so many more is waiting ahead, yeah. and so many more possibilities. So, I'm sure uh, there will be. A- more approachable times for those kind of choreographies too, that are a little bit more advanced, and especially the long ones, <laughs> like the one you yeah. mentioned. Uh, but uh, you have definitely all potential, and I'm very excited. Like you're going for like you know, the very classical, the very traditional like uh, songs, which is not. Often typical because very often in the beginning of their journey, people want something more like fun and more entertaining and more like you know light and pop <laughs> of fusions like with, uh props. I don't know something like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I'm still I'm still kind of like before. For example, I didn't accept certain music to belly dance because for me it just don't dance to certain music, and uh, now I'm trying like I'm more now that I watch it a lot and everyone dance pop fusion. I accept it more and I feel even I like it because mm-hmm. everyone likes it. So sometimes when everyone's talking about something, you you kind of join the trend and you like it. But in the beginning, I always was like sticking with the classics because I was like, why would people dance to pop? You know, I just didn't get it. But now I like it. You know? mm.
0: uh, what do you find the most challenging aspect of uh, uh, doing online classes?
3: Well, sometimes um, not having the feedback. And also sometimes kind of quitting very easily. You know, like with me, with the choreography, I think if I was in official class, I would not quit that easily, you know, I think. But that's all. um, I think there is the part where you don't get the motivation to go to to study by yourself, but it's not for me because I... Do think about belly dance. I guess every day, <laughs> I always want to practice. Uh, but some people would mention that. But for me, the most hard part is uh, sometimes I would quit easily when I don't know how to do something, or I like, get frustrated easily. While with physical classes, like the teacher would push you more. And the second thing is, um, yeah, you don't get the feedback. Like sometimes maybe you're doing something wrong and you don't know.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah there are different like platforms and different approaches and uh, uh, for me like when i was creating an ad club it was very important to combine both elements and there is some guidance and some suggestions but there is also i don't i don't believe in babysitting students when we're talking about online because online wanting or not you do need to uh, have uh, and develop a little bit of self-discipline uh, regardless, is it Yana or any other, because uh, it's not like you, I mean, unless you're doing a one-on-one class, but if it's just a regular online training that you're taking, nobody really sees much or it doesn't feel much social pressure if you don't show up for things. Uh so online, wanting or not, you do need to develop. And for me, it was very important to get element that it's not only, for instance, in the intensives, that there is a very, very direct guidance. Okay, now we do this, you submit this, there is an assignment, there is a feedback, yeah. like sometimes, like depending on the week, depending on what we are doing. But I wanted to also give this element, like, no, but you also need to develop this conscious of, you need sometimes to decide what you need to do and uh, show up for it for the angle but again it's also this combination of course when it's in person in person classes there is a teacher oh in person even via online but there is a teacher who sees the level and can guide so in instance the same example that you uh, shared like Layla Hob, that it feels a little bit too advanced and probably in like official group classes, then teacher decides which which choreography um, to to teach. Like nobody will give Laylatte Hop on the second year of Ballad classes. Or at least that version of Laylatte Hop. So it will be chosen something else. But it's very, like, I'm glad to hear that you are uh, like conscious about it and aware that, okay, it's not right now. Maybe at some point in the future, I'll come back to it. So this is a really cool and... um, I'm glad that you're finding the way, you know, to navigate and take advantage of different aspects of online training, because I know you also participated in the intensive. So how is your experience uh, when you decide to jump specifically in the current intensive, because you had to share your videos with small group yeah. of people. It's just the members of the end of the club, but still it's sharing your uh, videos. Was your the same nervous or not happy with your videos, how you were with your performance that you shared before? Was it, uh, was it difficult to share your video with the group of people to, to fulfill assignment and then receive feedback and everything like that?
3: Uh, well, first, when I, I didn't understand really the intensive thing that it's like something that goes on the... In like a period of time. And then when I got it, I was like, of course I have to join because that gives me like feedback and also motivation. Uh, even though like I don't want to work on it, I'm gonna have to do it because everyone is doing it and they have a deadline. So that part is really good. For me, um, no sharing with the dance community. I feel like dance community, belly dance community especially are really nice people, so I don't mind sharing, and I think that we all are aware that it's not perfect like especially for students like we know i'm not gonna judge someone because they shared um no it's not hard actually to share the video so i was really impressed by people who shared like uh public but i was like wow like i really was impressed with it and i couldn't share publicly for now but i was not stressed because i i knew that it's it's just our community, you no. Know, so that was okay, but of course I was not happy with what I shared. So, <laughs> but I had <have> to share. <laughs> wow,
0: that's the story of dance life, <laughs> very typically. Uh, speaking of ballet dance in general, and specific ballet dance classes, you briefly mentioned that you felt like ballet dance classes. Uh, helped you to connect with your homeland when you moved to France and they became like little connection, especially listen to the music on a daily like basis when you do stuff. But um, aside from this aspect, do you feel that a belly dancer doesn't bring anything else into your life specifically, like, you know, for you, regardless of your background, but for you as like a person, as a um, woman, as engineer, as like, you know, like for you yeah. specifically, do you feel it better than it any, does anything like that for you?
3: Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Um, for me, I think I, uh, growing up, I was like, you know, um, kind of rejecting being a woman, like or a female. And um, and also from being an engineer, like engineers, mostly are guys. And at school, we were twenty percent girls, and everyone were guys. And even today, I work. My team is we're two girls, and everyone is male. And I feel that uh, growing up, I was kind of rejecting this thing. I'm not saying that only women can dance but dance. Yes, of course, anyone can dance dance, but it's more of a feminine energy. I feel it's kind of. Um, so something that helps, that really helps me I kind of accept this femininity and say that it's not something that is bad. You know, it's something to celebrate. I feel belly dance did this for me, and I was, I'm still a little bit shy sometimes, but um, yeah, some movements feel a little bit sexy and stuff. But okay, like I feel I'm more accepting this part of me more than before, and and belly dance helps me a lot with this. So that's an aspect that. I'm really aware of, is me like more accepting, uh, my femininity, and that it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's something to celebrate and to share. So this part, dancing helps me, and also just having a passion because when you're stressed off when you get home, and it's really important to have something to that is should not be stressing you. Like I would never do belly dance as a profession because I feel it. It's, it's my, it should not be stressful for me. Like, I, it should be something that gets me out of the stress mode you know. So I think this both aspects is, I was very pragmatic before, you know. I thought that we should only do things if we have um a kind of outcome, like significant outcome that we could touch. Like, either I'm going to make money from it or I'm going to have something from it. But now, no, I just do belly dance just to have fun I think the just to to feel the passion not for any outcome other than that and that's what really beautiful you know just to understand that we should not always do things just because we want an outcome a material outcome that sometimes the kind of psychological outcome or more spiritual outcome is really important and uh, I remember going to therapy once, and like the therapist told me you should understand. I was talking about spirituality and how I want to be more spiritual and He was trying to explain to me that dancing is a spiritual thing for you, like in your case, and you should understand that and before i didn 't get it, I was like, no, it's spiritual is like praying or and now I get it more because uh, because I understand what spirituality is it's something not natural it 's like something that you believe in, and that brings you. Um, like not something material, but more of peace of mind or serenity or joy. I don't know if it makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's very cool uh, what you shared because many people say like, oh, sports or... Like activities i don't know like cooking uh, or sewing something or drawing is like sort of meditation including like dance meditation yeah. but it is also definitely a sort of like a spiritual exploration because you go inwards out you explore yourself you are in the moment you you there are so many things about it so it's really cool like you're uh, a therapy, like the uh, a specialist put it in this way and land, and it's not necessarily anything about result it's about process <laughs> yeah yeah and just to finish to close up our today's conversation i would like to ask so what's your current uh, goals or inspiration or dreams related to dance like what do you feel and what do you want to get out of dance uh, in the in the future in the nearest or in the far future how do you feel about it
3: well um yeah i'm just going to keep enjoying the process and keep dancing keep uh going to like travel with belly dancers and take workshops with belly dancers and Meet incredible people. And yeah, I would like to learn more choreographies, (laughs) especially classic choreographies. I hope someday, like, I can perform classic songs that are especially the ones that I like. Uh, Yeah. And I just never stop at dancing and learning. Well, I wish you definitely good luck
0: with that. I also want to add a big congratulations to you because after seeing your videos, your training videos inside the fitness club, I must say you are doing much better than you think. I would never think that it was just your second year of official like dance training, ballet dance training. So big congratulations on that. And there is so much more in ahead of you in terms of exploration, in terms of training, in terms of dancing, different choreographies of other teachers, of I'm sure your own uh, choreographies that you will be very happy with at some point. So, I am very excited for you and for this path ahead Mm -hmm. of you and there will be many problems, different emotions, different both ups and downs even if it's despite just like like a hobby not a profession in your plans right now but they all are beautiful those moments and they are all part of the journey so enjoy all of them regardless in which order
3: <laughs> or intensity <Yeah>. they come <laughs> thank you so much thank you that really means a lot thank you so much <laughs>
0: hello dear Emily Thank you for joining me today and thank you for agreeing to talk about your dance experience and your journey. I'm really, really happy to connect with you today.
2: You
0: You too. Before we start talking about dance and your dance experience so far, um, can you tell a little bit about yourself? Like where are you from? Uh, Mm -hmm. What are you doing for life? Is your profession somehow related to dance or is it something completely different?
2: Like just, just in general to give some background. (laughs) So I, um, kind of personal life. I have a two year old daughter that me and my husband raised together. I'm a science teacher, I teach middle school, which for your international people, that is um, 10 years old to about 13 years old. And I am chronically exhausted from chasing what I call a herd of cats all the time. And um, on the other side, I'm really active in my church community and my my friends and my family. And so I just try to live my life the best that I can, separate work from school and, Kind of right now, I focus a lot on my friends, my family, and then dance is another subset of all of that.
0: And speaking about dance, how did you get involved in ballet dance?
2: Mm -hmm. So I, I've always been musical. I played like ten or twelve instruments growing up. I've always I was classically trained, and I don't know why dance was never really my as growing up, I never really got into it until I was about 16 and started taking some ballet classes. My mother actually was um, pre-approved to go to Juilliard as a um, when she graduated high school, which is a big, one of the most prestigious ballet schools in um, New York, but she didn't get to go because she was um, not able to afford it, which was sad. So dance is in my blood. And so I um, did some ballet and then I after I graduated college, I wanted to try some belly dance because one of my friends did it. And I just fell in love. It was, I've done many hobbies. I've done horseback riding, I've done science stuff. And belly dance was really the first thing that just sparked a big flame in my heart. And it's been that way for ever since I started. I've been dancing now for, oh my gosh, 2017 to 2023. Do the math, I think that's six years seven years something like that so and only recently have I really been going into teaching and kind of outreaching and stuff like that teaching ballet dance right yes
0: oh that's exciting that's such an exciting evolution of dance story why do you think specifically ballet dance caught your attention and made you so much madly fall in love is it What was that special for you, specifically, finding
2: in Belladance? So um, I'm a performer at heart. I love being on stage. I love making people smile and interacting with audiences. Um, And our community, at least in um, here where I live, is very vibrant and there's lots of dance opportunities. I got involved with a troupe, which brought some really good uh, tribe to what I was doing. And so there was a lot of that connection, and it was before I actually had a child. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other dynamic of being a dancer and being a mom at the same time. So I had lots of time to just devote to dance and true practice and all of these things. And I just delved into it. It was just really fun every Mm -hmm. step of the way. And how different, because I bet
0: it was probably different, your experience in previously in ballet school in mm-hmm. ballet, doing ballet classes, and then suddenly yeah. switching to ballet dance. What was the main difference uh, uh, that you discovered between not only styles themselves but
2: also classes? Yeah, so ballet is um, for anyone that hasn't done ballet, it's very structured. um ballet is very much like. You have a rhythm that you work on. You start with your feet. Um, you know, I I really did not, um, from my training, I never felt very graceful in my training because they wouldn't really let me use my arms. It was all very um, kind of uh, abdomen down. And so I would say ballet is just very structured and they have a certain way that they want you to do things. And there's not a lot of ability to... Um, at least at the lower levels to diversify and kind of make it your own. So for me, ballet was just very rigid. I love ballet. I learned a lot from it. And it's really impacted what I do as a dancer. But I found that belly dance was just more freeing. And honestly, as an adult, it's a bit more um, a bit more fun, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. So.
0: But do you think your previous ballet training helped you? Was it? Did you feel that it was easier to catch ballet dance movement, or was it opposite because it was so different?
2: It's... I would say if you're a starter ballet dancer, you should take some ballet because um, your feet are really important. Um, I did a competition and a ballet dance competition a number of years ago, and the number one thing they said was you need to work on your feet, and you need to go back to ballet class to work on your feet. Um, it's really great for learning your plies, for getting that core strength. Um, so I would say that for any ballet dancer, you definitely should take ballet courses to get that fundamental, because ballet is the root of all dance, if you really think about it, and rock sharky and anything. Um, so I'm very grateful to my ballet training for that.
0: Are you trying in some ways to bring elements of ballet into the classes that you teach now to your students? Or you just tell them, okay, go and do ballet classes separately?
2: (laughs) So every day um, that I teach a class, we actually start with, um, so I don't know how much experience you have, but um, there's a very specific technique with your feet when you do what's called a um, tendu, where you push out. You do a um, my hands are weird. You do like a demi uh, point, and then you point. And so I actually in my intro classes, that's one of the first things we do. Not as rigid as like a ballet course would do, but I do. Here's your demi. Here's your point. Here's your demi. Now close. And we do all of those because I find that dancers struggle, especially I teach a lot of older dancers that have never done anything before. They don't have that. Body awareness, and they've never pointed their feet before, so they're missing that really crucial part of how do I even move my feet? Mm-hmm.
0: I can't agree more with you. That was one of the reasons for me also to add some tutorials on this topic to to yeah. the club. Uh, but I'm curious a little bit more on a personal level, if that's okay to ask. Uh, yeah, but how did your family react then you suddenly switched to? from ballet to ballet mm-hmm. dance classes because your mom is a dancer so the dance is not real definitely not an issue but it was all always about ballet which is considered to be very prestigious yeah. uh dance style and suddenly you're completely switched and falling mm-hmm. in love with ballet dance
2: <laughs> yeah it really honestly was um my husband was really happy that i found a a hobby that i wanted to invest time and unfortunately money into it's <laughs> Any hobby you get into is just expensive. Yeah, I have a student right now that um, she's ni- she's 80 years old and she's been dancing forever. And I'm like, how many closets of stuff do you have? And she goes, I don't even want to talk about how many closets of costumes I have. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they the cost was kind of an issue because I wanted more costumes and stuff, but they didn't really mind it. Um, I would say I was the one that struggled more with, you know, I'm I'm a very devout. Christian I'm very conservative and how do I there's this um, dynamic of belly dance in some communities where people think oh you're a stripper oh you're you're a burlesque dancer and getting through that how do I preserve myself and my faith and also um, be able to dance the way I want to I had a lot of conversations with people on how do I how do I make these two things melt Mm. so I think that was more my struggle how did you solve this internal conflict for yourself i actually talked to a um friend who was um he was jew he was jewish um and he came from israel actually and i asked him what do, what do they feel about this and he goes you know uh women dance for women and as long as you're not coming over and trained to seduce people or you know, you're not letting that pride of performance get in the way of how you feel about other people, you're fine. Um, and also just being really real about, you know, this is not pole dancing. This is not stripping. I, I train in a way that's way different than what you would think of that, that kind of people and anybody that's in that work, I'm not gonna judge you. But it, there's a really big stigma, especially in the United States of belly dancers are just, you know, they just want to show off their bellies and all these things, and no, so um, that for me was a really good conversation mm. to have. And I have a really good friend, oh my gosh, she's been a lifesaver for me, who I've also had these conversations with. And whenever I feel like maybe I'm not being true to myself, or and she's been really good at just encouraging me in that way, mm. yeah.
0: yeah. You know, I think, um, I remember. Even about ballet dance, thinking, but that applies to absolutely every dance form or every absolute dance activity. It's almost never, I mean, I don't know, I can say <laughs> ne- like in general, because maybe something will come up right now in my mind that will apply. But I think in dancing, in any kind of dance, it's never really about dance style, it's about yeah. dancer, it's about how mm-hmm. they present themselves in whichever activities they are doing. Uh, ballad dance, burlesque, yeah. pole dance and whatever because yeah. there is different energy there is different intention, goals yeah. but at the same time there are a lot of stereotypes and also there are different backgrounds that we are coming yeah. from and of course are bringing and it yeah. sometimes we may even intellectually understand many things but because from ch- since childhood we were raised in certain environments it kind of sits inside us this like tension or yeah. l- not judgment, but this kind of conflict uh, regarding Mm. certain things. And especially if we decide to dive in, because it's one thing that it's other people and we just observe and it's like, okay, they're doing what they are doing. But another thing that we feel this internal push to go into something that we kind of question, is that okay for us or not? So thank you for sharing because um, I think it's not really much and often discussed uh, Mm. this issue and it will be different. Not even if In country I think even regions of the country uh, like the mentality and approach to
2: to dancing so thanks for sharing it (laughs) one of the um, so I work I got into a very um, well um, well renowned uh, sorry uh, dance company in my local town dance studio and they asked me to perform in their showcase last year to promote the belly dance class they were starting. And I was thinking about, you know, what are the clientele that I'm dancing for? Who are these people? What would they want to see? It's, a, it's mostly ballet and jazz and hip hop. So I actually wore it at Gala because I was like, you know what? I'm going to fully dress. I'm not going to show my abdomen. And I'm still going to be able to show this is what belly dance is and be able, so it's really just knowing your clientele. Like I have a show this weekend and I'm gonna wear a rock sharky costume just off the bat and I'm pregnant, so this will be interesting. But um, yeah, it's just really knowing your clientele. Are you working, are you dancing for a very conservative crowd that is not going to want you to show your stomach or more of your cleavage? Are you going to be dancing for, you know, belly dance community where that's appropriate, you just have to know your your people and that was something that was really healing for me as well, is thinking I can go to a belly dance event and I can wear a gala and I don't have to feel bad about not dressing like everybody else
0: Yeah, it's both, it's about knowing your audience but also knowing yourself and what works for you and the beauty of belly dance, it does provide opportunities for whatever you feel comfortable, like you can be Go in a super sexy, or uh, covered <laughs> yes. outfit. Belly dance offers yeah. it if you feel like it. If you don't feel like it, mm-hmm. you can be literally fully covered from neck to toes and it's still okay. And it's still mm-hmm. Baladance and it's still beautiful. So that's really a, a cool, yeah. like that we have this whole range of possibilities in, um, in this dance genre mm-hmm. one thing that you mentioned also that during your journey that you started ballet dance quite a while ago and then you already had uh, one child uh, you mentioned two years old and right now you're also pregnant so I would love I'm curious to ask about your um, first experience when you got mm-hmm. pregnant and uh, uh, not only the pregnancy time but afterwards and. the you gave birth and it's a very small kid there.
2: How did it influence your uh, dance activities? So she's two years old. She's going to be three in April. So if you do the math, that was right around the time that COVID started. And my dance studio actually shut down. And I was kind of left with this whole, what am I going to do with myself? I've got this small human. My energy is all put into here. And... I hated to do it, but that's when I started going online and looking for videos. I I will be completely honest. I hated learning from videos at the beginning because it just felt so sad. And I wanted that social aspect. Mm-hmm. And that was part of my growing was the whole, like, being able to be proactive in my training. But um, it's hard being a mom and being and having a passion for any hobby even dance isn't even like dance isn't even specific part of my um struggle right now is you know i need to respect my husband's time that he needs and and also talk about you know am i spending enough time with my child i dance right now i was like i was thinking about it i dance one two three four times a week And I have to either find a babysitter for my child because she's three years old and we'll run around like a maniac. I can't just set her down with a book. Um, Or I have to say, you know, I can't come. I haven't. My husband needs me to watch the child. So you really just have to, like, prioritize your family first, always, and then your hobbies and then rely upon your family uh, but uh, you mentioned one to two, three times per week you dance. You mean perform or you mean training? Training. Training. Um, because I'm pregnant, I've been... The, actually, let me step back. Things in my area have not been heating up until the beginning of this year. <laughs> and I had to kind of get over myself and saying, can I dance while I'm pregnant? Can mm-hmm. I do that? Am I going to look weird? Like, this weekend... I am wearing a rock sharky costume, but it has a bunch of beating that's kind of going to hide my stomach a little bit. Because for me, I I don't know, especially because I'm trying to promote myself as a teacher and also start showcases. Is that going to be a good impression, me being a little bit big? Like, there's so much in my brain about, is this going to show off well?
0: I can tell you that, um, of course, everyone will have different reaction, but just in my mind immediately comes, I don't remember who exactly, but I remember it was two or three people on the Bella Dance Life podcast who are like superstars now, and they were talking (laughs) about their first experience coming to dance class, and their first teacher was like heavily pregnant, like between (laughs) between seven to nine months, and it was a shock they didn't expect, but how much they, it impressed them like, oh my God, yeah. like the fem- female body can do so much and it looks so beautiful and it's so inspiring that she keeps dancing and yeah. uh, belly dance is okay and accept uh, like not acceptable in terms of, um, it's approachable in whichever stage of your life, even including pregnancy. So I think uh, your concern in terms of other people, what they think. They will think what they will think. But many people, I'm pretty sure many people will get very inspired by seeing it and by seeing someone as a teacher. Like that's, I think it is very inspiring. It's not expected, but it just shows the beauty of body and the beauty of dance form.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to, be, to add to your point, in the Middle East, I mean, belly dance is one of the oldest dance styles. And women would do it when they were pregnant to get their child into the right... You know, birth position—it's really healthy. People ask me all the time, "Don't doesn't it hurt to be pregnant while you dance?" dancing? I'm like, "No, it, it feels better because you're moving all those all those parts. Your your um you know your hips are usually hurting, and it helps. Um, I love dancing while I'm pregnant. You just always have to think, especially when you're kind of in a transition mode, as me becoming a teacher, or me promoting myself more. Um, trying to get people to want to come to shows and be more of a professional dancer. How am I going to appear in these performances? So that's kind of where my
1: brain is right
0: now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. good luck with that. It's definitely not an easy task, uh, especially navigating uh, it with family and small children. So, really wishing, uh, sincere, good luck with that. But uh, I have a feeling that you will manage everything, and it will get even better than you you expect
2: or hope. <laughs> it usually works out some some way somehow. Yes, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: I would like to come back to yeah. the point that you mentioned that in the very beginning, you really hated learning from videos. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious about that. So how was your first experience and do you feel the same way
2: right now? So I started out with, um, I actually started with Detura online, which is Rachel Bryce's whole platform. It's a fantastic platform if anybody, wants to go on it Um, I just miss the social aspect we when you are in class with other girls they're encouraging and you're working off of each other Um, and so one thing that's hard about videos is if you don't have a good setup for it and you're just using a laptop I mean your head like if you want to talk training your head is pointed down you're not pointing your head up you're not able to get the correct posture, the correct alignment. You know, I'm working in a tiny little um, living room. And so there's not enough room to move. And it's you don't have mirrors to look at. So there's not that immediate feedback. So there's just a lot of differences in the way that you train with a video, right? I go to the gym now and I have, um, you know, my mirrors and everything. But I still, I mean, I have to put my headphones in. I have to look down, I'm using my phone, which is absolutely tiny, Um, but I'm a competent enough dancer now that I can listen to what somebody says and know exactly what move they're trying to get me to do versus three years ago when I was still kind of working without a teacher and having to train myself, which is a whole nother level of crazy. Um, That was hard without Somebody immediately there, and I can see every single thing. And having that immediate feedback, it's just a different training world.
0: Mm. That's so interesting that you are uh, saying that. I never thought about it, but now thinking about myself, because I'm not only a creator of video classes. I'm mm-hmm. also a consumer. I I study myself mm-hmm. all the time, and I'm I'm actually in love with it. That's why probably the reason why I'm. Creating them too uh, and structure it this way, but I just realized that every time I practice and I travel a lot, so I switch different apartments <laughs> a lot in my last time. But I always intuitively either find some spot which is higher, so it's basically almost like on my eye level, or I put it somewhere on the table, but I stay a little bit further, so it's not like little in front. Got it. And I never realized it, but it's, yes, it's this, uh, Mm -hmm. moment like to avoid in uh, compromising your posture in the neck. So you at least have some distance because then you can, you don't need to point down. You can look almost straight and just your eyes can look down on the computer screen, like to follow what's the, what are the instructions? Okay. So, how about now, three years after? Because I know you continue doing video classes, obviously, because you're a member of Thank the Intel's class. <laughs> so you started doing video classes three years ago with different platform. Now you continue video
2: classes. So why do you continue them? So really it was um, there was no studios around Chico where I live. Um, so here's the option. Do I give up dance? and not continue my training because there's nobody to learn from. Literally, there's no one to learn from. Or do I just get over myself and bite the bullet and just do it? And how I actually broke into it was I was learning choreographies. I was like, okay, I'm not creative. I need choreographies to learn. And that kind of helped because it was like a progression, I guess, and I could actually use it after. Um, And now, like I said, videos are much easier for me because I'm a more competent dancer. I can listen to what somebody says and I know enough dance to be able to not even just watch the video the whole time. I can just listen to it and know exactly what posture or what, per, what uh, stance the person wants or where they want their arms. And then I, and I know enough to be able to pause and watch and say, okay, that's what they want. And then go back to what I do. So I think it's really just a, where I am as a dancer and it teacher as a belly dancer is how I utilize videos now being in a class where you watch the teacher the whole time and you're really watching them um, is way different than training from a video Mm -hmm. in that respect so I think it's just a growth thing where I am Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, being quite mature already as a dancer and mature as a learning process can I challenge you with one question? Do you find any benefits of the, in this kind of learning process that you're not standing and following just directly on spot what the teachers us, but you kind of need to watch and do on your own. Do you feel that there are, um, any benefits or is it just like, no,
2: it's only inconvenient and that's it? Oh, I I think there's amazing benefits. Sorry, my light just turned off. Uh, There's amazing benefits to learning from a video versus learning from a person. Um, With a video, you have to be self-confident in that the move you are doing is the move that you're going to do. And you need to self-check that your posture is right, that where your arm is where you want it to be. Because nobody is there to tell you, put your chest up. You have to know that what you were doing is what you're gonna do. And one thing that's actually been interesting is because I don't have somebody telling me how I need to look, I get to be myself in the way that I move. I get to be myself and this is where my hand is. And then I have to check myself and be like, is that actually where I want that placement to be? or would I rather it to be higher? I, I'm not um, I don't have to adhere to somebody else's standard, at, but at the same time, I have to know enough technical knowledge of my dance to know what looks good and what doesn't because I don't have somebody telling me if it looks good, which is where mirrors come in, which is where recording yourself comes in and getting over watching yourself. I hate watching myself, but I do it because I know it makes me a better dancer.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I truly believe it's the best. The ideal situation is a combination of... uh, uh, online and possibly in person training or if there is no opportunity for in person training, uh, some kind of feedback, at least from time to time. Uh, but I do believe in the, uh, benefit and importance of training on your own, whichever online or you just create yeah. your own program and self awareness. And almost, almost from the very beginning, like, okay, maybe first, Steps, first classes, you just follow whichever online, etc. But even there, checking and uh, questioning, like, do I like what, how it looks? If I don't, why does, why don't I like it? Yeah. What exactly? How can I improve it? It's like the quality and skills that if you train from the very beginning, it can help us progress so. Yes. so rapidly, so quickly, uh, yes. because very often, if you only stick to a teacher and we think, Oh, the teacher is our babysitter, he will like guide or she will guide yes. us with everything. We kind of lose a lot of benefits yes. and speed in the progress because we only rely
2: on teacher's guidance. Yeah, no, that's a really valid point. And I think that's also where I struggled when COVID happened in my studio shut down is I didn't have somebody anymore. I had to do it on my own or just give up dance. And I chose not to. And yeah, you really just have to. And that's the other part is there's no, we are meeting from five o'clock to six o'clock. I can stop anytime because I can pause that video. But if I really want to get this right, I need to stick with it. And that's the self-discipline part. That's just the hardest thing. So Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Especially when you have a busy, 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 uh life and busy uh busy schedule <laughs> with all the things it's too easy to push it on the back but there comes the love and passion to belly dance and reminder yourself like why you're doing it yes. um we start talking about video classes and at some point uh, we mentioned like uh, that you are part member of the yana dance club so i'm curious to know like how did you discover about this pl- platform and why did you decide
2: to join it um. I saw that you had a podcast and at first I listened to your podcast and then you mentioned that you had the dance club and um, I just wanted to join it and the thing that I love about the way you do things is that you're constantly staying with your people instead of it just being, hey, I posted a video, go do it whenever you want to do it. No, there's, there's that community, there's that piece of it that makes it more engaging to other people where I feel like I'm still part of a class. I'm still part of that social thing because I'm a social person I'm a teacher <laughs> I need the social aspect mm-hmm. and, and I actually went away from your club for a little while because I it just wasn't where I was at the time I had my kid and things and the last year I was really like I need to go back to dance mm-hmm. so I picked my platform and that's the one I picked And how do you
0: uh, typically use or incorporate uh, training from the Yana dance club? Because we have different elements. So I don't know if you're using all of them, if you're using some of them, do you have any favorite uh, formats or programs that you use for your
2: training? Mm -hmm. If I'm being completely honest, when I uh, first started teaching this year, I used your beginner program. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what am I teaching this week? Undulations. Let's go. How did she do it? Okay, we're going to do that drill. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good resource for me to be able to decide what I was going to teach and what I was going to teach. So thank you so much for having that. Um, but in terms of my own practice, I'm a very um, I'm a very artsy person. I'm not a consistent person. And so for me to stick with an um, intensive is a goal I have this year of being more consistent with what I practice because I'm so scatterbrained all the time. And I'm like, I want to work on this. Now I want to work on this. Okay, I need to stick to what I'm doing. So I'm getting more focused on how I'm using it. Um, Whereas before it was like, whatever, but yeah. Random okay
0: that's fine and I'm really curious because uh, everyone will use it differently and uh, I put in the club a lot of content and sometimes it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. and it's not the point of using (laughs) all of it it's the point of trying to find what works for you like either specific class or specific format of like drills or intensives of courses. so I'm very
2: happy that uh, you found uh, what is useful and and works for you (laughs) I'm doing a um, golden era style dance this weekend at the show and I suck at my shimmies I'll be completely honest my Egyptian shimmy is terrible and so last night I was practicing my choreo and I'm like my Egyptian shimmy sucks I'm gonna go do the Egyptian shimmy piece but um so what are the things I like about what you do is that you break everything down and it's very specific it's very technical which as an ex-ballet dancer, as someone that wants your hand, need, I always say your hand needs to be here, not here. It's way better for me as a as a person in the way that that training happens. And there's not a lot of other, not just um, beefing up, but there's not a lot of other platforms that do that where they're very like structured and technical. So um, I appreciate that as a dancer immensely because it makes me better.
0: Well, I'm very happy to hear it. And yes, breaking down technique and going from basics is very important for me. Um, Not only from the point of view, like, okay, it's important to know, but also I know that at the club you have... Different levels of dances because it's not it's also different from like, you know, okay Intermediate level course or something like that. It's more like generic. It's literally club That's why I called it a club, but at the Mm -hmm. same time I'm always trying to combine with a fun element of it like okay, not just boring technique Let's have some fun. So uh, but I'm really happy to hear that. That's what speaks to you and um, uh Glad to hear that uh, it was helpful also in your, not only your own training, but in your teaching training too, in your teaching uh, journey. Oh uh, so,
2: to, so <laughs> helpful, so helpful, yeah.
0: Really, really happy about it. So, uh, I also want to be mindful of your time, uh, oh. but uh, before I let you go, uh, <laughs> I just want to ask you in general. Um, how do you feel we talked about it but just to kind of go more specific on that depth um how do you feel what does belly dance brings to you today not why you started doing belly dance but how does it contribute to you today and maybe there are some important things or elements in your belly dance journey that we kind of missed or skipped or i didn't uh, Guest to ask and dive into the yeah. direction. So, whatever you want to add, but also specifically, yeah. how do you feel belly dance contributes to your life today?
2: So, I'm a I'm obviously teaching belly dance in my local studio. Um, I'm performing, so I'm I'm becoming my own as a dancer. But I'm really interested in the concept of belly dance being a um, way to help women um, feel better about their bodies, and also the healing aspect of belly dance. I have, a, I have two stories. The first one is my friend who I mentioned earlier that's really been good for me. She um, broke her hip when she was born, and she's always had hip pain. And belly dance has, in studying belly dance, her hip pain has lessened, and she has more energy, and she just acknowledges that being able to move my body in this way is really healing for me. Um, The second story I'll share is I have a lady, again, the 80-year-old lady, that she was a professional dancer for many, many years. And then she got very sick and couldn't dance for about 10 or 15 years. And so she started coming to my class just to get back in shape. First session, this was only a couple months ago, she sat down for most of it. And slowly and progressively, she's been able to get up more and more. And she's dancing more. And last week, we just had this wonderful, like, roses and thorns. What was a great thing that happened? And she just said, I'm up. I can move again. And I have ladies that they're very uncomfortable in their bodies and they just find that belly dance makes them feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested in how I can use belly dance as a, as a healing ministry, as a place where people can come and um, work on themselves and mentally and physically, and just be really um, pot, make it a positive environment. I find so often that um, artist circles can be toxic. They can be, you know, very competitive. And I want to make at least my space and my shows a place of gratitude and support and just a blessing for people in so many ways. So that's really what I'm working on right now. I'm I'm working on outreach, and it's very early in the process, but. I'm also a dreamer, so we'll figure out what it looks like in 10 years. That's very exciting. That's really exciting. But that's belly dance as a tool to help others. What about you? (laughs) You can tell I don't like talking about myself as much. Um, (laughs) For me, it's a way to um, keep my body good. Um, It's an escape for when I um, need to just break away from my kids. Raising kids is hard. It's so hard, and yet I'm bringing another into the world. How do I do this? It's a, um, it's a place to um, practice humility in myself because I am very prideful. I am very, um, look at me, I'm so great. Um, but it, it reminds me that I can't, that I need to just focus on myself. And it makes me a better person. Um, I've been working on a lot of those personality traits on myself. But it just gives me a place to to outreach and love on others. And that's, that's what I want out of it, really. That's what I get out of it. And my husband likes it because he thinks it's sexy. But, you know, that's a whole different story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's really important to have this space for ourselves that we feel... Uh, Inspired, comfortable, or sometimes just rested from day-to-day activities and day-to-day life. So that's uh, really important. And I'm very happy that you found it via uh, Ballad No. Well, I would like to wish you good luck with all your projects yeah. and all your goals. And that sounds both exciting and uh, um, grandiose because it's about... And very generous also because a lot of your projects are about reaching out and helping other people through ballet dance it's not just like you know about you and what you get from ballet dance so that's really very generous and i wish you good luck with all these projects and uh, thank you once again for sharing this time uh, with me and uh, uh, sharing uh, a little bit about your dance story and your dance inspiration and um, your passion to ballet dance really appreciate it
2: It's really fun to talk to you. We had a great conversation. Like, wanna do it again?
0: (laughs) Absolutely sure in
3: this.
0: (laughs) This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, bringing more consistency and more fun into your dance training online. Check it out at yanadanceclub.com, direct link in the show notes. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends, as well as leave a review on iTunes or any other app you're using to listen to the show. The more people know about this podcast, the easier it is for me to bring even more awesome guests. Until next time, keep shimming and keep dancing.